Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we cover life hacks, habits, personal mastery, interesting concepts and ideas, stories, ancient and modern wisdom, all the things that will make us learn and grow into becoming the better versions of ourselves. I am your host, Jakub the Funky Warrior, and today we will cover something very interesting and important, three things that you must do every evening. Before getting into the subject, let's hear the review of the week by Anna Cotiza from New York. Brilliant, exceptional, a must listen to. Few podcasts are the source of practical wisdom, beautiful storytelling and inspiring takeaways. Take a listen to this amazing podcast and be ready to write your new story. Thank you so much, Anna. I truly appreciate you taking the time to leave the review. Not only it helps the ranking, but also it tells me what you enjoy about the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy the podcast and you haven't left a review and a rating, please do. Thank you so much in advance. All right, let's get into the juicy subject of the day. So as much as an athlete do a warm-up before a game or a competition... It's as, if not even more important, the cooling down part after the game. And we can see our regular life each day as game day. At least that's what we want, right? Why consciously decide, nah, I'm going to give my 25% today? Well, we will all have our bad days, but we want to prep and be at our best, give us the best chances, right? So that's why the end of the day is as important as the morning. So there are two main reasons for having an evening routine. First off, you reflect on the day, you learn from it, and you make decisions for tomorrow or for future days. And also you calm the mind so the body and the mind can get good quality of sleep. And sleep is not just sleep. As we say so often, it's the quality, not the quantity that counts. We'll do a whole episode on sleep in the future, but still, today, let's take a look on why it's so important. So there is uncountable studies on sleep. A lot of them are made on students who have to perform a lot of tasks each day that involve memory, performance, productivity. And we can obviously learn from it for our adult, non-student life. And the results are clear on the importance of sleep. Our sleep is affected by a lot of things. Your nutrition, if you're exercise or not during the day, your sleep environment. But let's take a look today on three things you can do before you sleep that will have a great impact on the quality of your sleep. First, let's take a look on the impact of bad sleep. 
first short term, so that's even after one night of bad sleep, you can have brain fogginess, lower levels of energy, your productivity, your mood will be affected. And of course, on the long term, the list is too long since sleep affects literally your whole health. To put simply, sleep is not just rest. Your mind makes and anchors neural pathways, which are information you've stored during the day, consciously or subconsciously. It recharges your body and mind engine, repairs muscles, and so many more things. Sean Stevenson, who's a best-selling author, including Sleep Smarter, and also the creator of the Model Health Show, which is one of my favorite podcasts, says, Our sleep quality is more important than our diet and exercise combined. The goal is not to sleep more, it's to sleep smarter. So again, the concept of quality over quantity comes back. The key hormone that helps you get quality sleep is melatonin and the production starts a few hours before you sleep and also at the same time stops the production of cortisol that is the hormone that keeps you aware during the day. And sadly, our lifestyle today is not optimized, even stops the right production of melatonin and at the right time. You eat dinner, have a drink, watch TV, all the lights are on in your place. You take a shower, check your phone one last time, get into bed and sleep. Even if you fall asleep right away, it doesn't mean that the quality of your sleep will be good. So what are those three mighty things that you can do before going to sleep in order to have better sleep? First, it's the light. During the day, light will boost your attention, your reaction times, and your mood. Exposure to light at night sends a signal to your brain that it's not time yet for sleep, so the production of melatonin is delayed. It's the darkness that triggers the production of melatonin. And also, as we discussed in the episode about three things to do each morning, we have a circadian rhythm, which is kind of our internal clock. And that's why in the morning, it's important to be exposed to sunlight. And at night, if there's some light in your house, even though it's dark outside, obviously your internal clock will be all messed up. A Harvard study shows that exposure at night to light can lead to diabetes, heart disease, and obesity. Obesity? Obesity. 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 Obesity? Anyways, to being overweight. And obviously, I understand you don't want to spend a few hours in the evening in total darkness. But for example, candlelights or very dim light after sunset, even red light lamps really helps your body to start producing melatonin while you're still doing your evening activities. The second thing is no tech. Ideally, at least 60 minutes before bed. Worst case, 30 minutes. But really, that blue light that is in tech, in computers, in TV, in cell phones, has twice the effect of the regular light. So the disruption of the circadian rhythm and the production of melatonin is really even more affected. Also, what tech does, obviously, because we're doing something on our computer or on our cell phone, is it keeps stimulating your brain. And your brain needs that downtime. As much as your body, you cannot be active and working out all day, it needs those moments when you're not stimulating it. And if really you need to be, for example, on your computer or something, there are a multitude of blue light glasses that will block most of the blue light from coming in into your eyes. The third one, and it can be obviously ideally about an hour, but at least 10 minutes before sleeping, is calming your mind. 
You can read a book. You can go for a walk. Do a gratefulness reflection. Self-care. Play some calm music. Stretch. Breathe. Meditate. Journal. There's so many activities that are very calming for the mind and also it really helps you disconnecting from the day from all the tasks from all the hustle and really getting ready for a peaceful and quality night of sleep if you're still on your day grind your stress level will be higher your cortisol levels will be higher and that stress that raises awareness puts you in that survival state and that survival state doesn't let you rest All right, I know I said three things, but I got a few extra ones for you. I guess that's why some people call me the wisdom Santa Claus. So no food and alcohol for three hours before going to sleep. What it will do is, first of all, if you're still digesting when you go to sleep, your body's working. It cannot shut down and rest. And also what it does, especially for the alcohol part, it pushes your deep sleep states later in the night. And those stages are the most restful and important for the brain and the body. Then stop caffeine about 8 to 10 hours. That's how long it stays in your body before going to sleep. So for most of us, it's about 2-3 p.m., And remember, it doesn't mean you fall asleep, that the caffeine is not in your system. And also, as alcohol, it will push those deeper sleep states for later in the night and you will rest less well. Also, exercise during the day, even if it's a walk, even if it's a five-minute workout, it's also proven to impact the sleep quality. All right, for the next two ones, you might not like these, but they are super important having a sleep schedule. So again, remembering that inner clock inside of you, it's important that you go to sleep at the same time every day within a one hour window. So for example, it could be between 11 p.m. and midnight. And also wake up with no alarm. And if you need to go to sleep earlier, so be it. But the alarm, if it wakes you up while you are in a sleep cycle, which usually are 90 minutes, even worse, when you are in deep sleep, you will be messed up for the rest of the day. And then, and you're going to hate me for this one, do not completely change your sleep schedule on weekend. We tend to think that the weekends are kind of like a different part of the week, but the body doesn't see it like this. Every day is the same. So a lot of us party later, can sleep in, but it disrupts completely your sleep schedule. And then on Monday and for the rest of the week, your sleep is all over the place. All right, and a bonus to the bonus points, just because I appreciate you for listening, is a little thing that I do. Basically, when I tuck into bed and when my head hit the pillow, I smile. On one end, it is cute. You're smiling by yourself, for yourself. That's it. But there's also a scientific reason. When you smile, it releases those happy hormones that we know fight also stress. So it gives you that little extra tool to have really a good night of sleep, not thinking of your day and not being stressed about tomorrow. If you want to learn more about sleep in general, there's a lot of other things to explore. You can check out Dr. Michael Bruce, who's also called the sleep doctor. That's actually a really cool name. And also read or listen to Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. 
So just to remember a few key lessons, sleep is the foundation of your well-being and health. You can have the best nutrition, do exercise every day, but without sleep, you won't be functioning well. It's not just a long-term thing. It's also for your daily mood, health, productivity, everything. After sunset, minimize the lights. About one hour before sleep, at least 30 minutes, cut off the tech and the screens. Have a calm evening routine where you reflect, meditate, listen to a podcast or anything else. So now, before I go, well, not really go, but just stop talking, take a moment to see what your evenings look like. Also, how you wake up, how do you feel in the morning? And think of one thing, just one thing at the time. We often try to change everything, especially if we realize that we got it all wrong. Don't try to change every single thing you're doing. Just add one component at the time, one little rule, that little 10 minutes without tech, that little evening routine, whatever you find will suit you best. And try it out for one week. You will judge on your own if it does you some good. On this... Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you will sleep better tonight and feel even greater tomorrow. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If you take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it, or the way the people at the office say you got to live it, or the way society says you got to live it. you got to live it for yourself. I'm on the back, back.